Uh, yeah, got my first job when I was probably like 12, 11 or 12 uh, with the wow. Yeah, so I had uh, three newspaper routes that I ran um, after class, after sports. Then um, I busted tables, was a busboy when I was 14 at like five in the morning. Um, would work at a little serviteria diner. And while people were eating breakfast, I was cleaning up, doing dishes. <laughs> then uh, started bagging groceries, worked at a Dillon's, a Walmart farm. Um, yeah, all the way through high school. Welcome to the Edge of Excellence podcast. This show is for current and aspiring leaders that are dedicated to showing up every day in their lives with excellence. We break down the careers of those excelling so you can understand what is out there and how to rise up in every field you choose. Let's get the show on the road, shall we? Your host has spent his life promoting global entrepreneurship, helping 20-somethings find their passion and working to help others achieve excellence. CEO of CollegeWorks, Matt Stewart. I'm your guest host of the Edge of Excellence podcast, Sean Phelps. I'm a husband, father, brother, son, and business owner living in Kansas City. I spent the last two decades teaching college students how to run companies over their summer break. And I've had the privilege of working with 300 students. I helped them launch their first company. Outside of helping college students launch businesses, I earned my MBA in entrepreneurship and finance while working at a venture-backed startup. And I've invested in small business and real estate. When some people have hobbies like golfing and fishing, my hobby is doing more business. Love it. And I can't wait to contribute to this podcast. Today's episode features my guest, Tyler Moreland. Tyler's the owner of Midwest Flooring Company in Kansas City. He's going to talk about how he overcame challenges on his journey, including physical injuries, and how those prepared him to overcome the mental challenges he'd face in business. We're going to talk about his definition of excellence and what he does to become more excellent. Hey, Tyler, welcome to the show. Hey, Sean, good to see you. Thanks for having me. We're going to start off with what we always start off with on the Edge of Excellence podcast, and that is your definition of excellence. So how do you define excellence, man? Um, yeah, I love this question. You know, I've been thinking about it um, since I've known I was coming on this show, and I think I design or uh, define excellence as just operating at the highest level. So, you know, I think a lot of things fall back to habits. Um, I'm a big believer in habits and the power of habits. And I just think excellence, um, in order to achieve success, it requires that operation day to day and just being at the, uh, the highest level. So the highest level, are you competing with other people to get to that level? Is it your highest level of your potential? Like, when you're evaluating whether you're excellent or not um, and whatever you're doing, what are you comparing it to? Um, yeah, I think everybody can probably um, look at their own uh, life, their own habits of whatever's being measured and probably have a pretty good idea on if this uh, doing everything correctly, if there's things that could be adjusted, um, if you're looking to measure it. You know, I think that there's always going to be metrics that can be compared with others. And with that comparison, you can probably find things maybe that they're doing that you're not doing. You know, obviously learn from people that are at the top of their their industry. And um, I think excellence also can be applied to various things. So maybe you are uh, achieving excellence in your trade or profession, but 
maybe not in your personal life. Uh, you know, in order to have excellence in all things, you're going to have to be pretty balanced and operating at a pretty high level. But yeah, I mean, I think most people are probably aware where they're lacking, but if they aren't sure where to look, then look at the people performing better than you are. Love it. So we've had a lot of people on the show talk about excellence in every area of life and balance and excellence. And um, so this show is also about careers and what you do. And we're going to go backwards a little bit to figure out how you got to where you are now. So what were you like in high school? What were you like in college? Can of tell us about your, your formative years? Yeah, high school, I guess. I don't know how deep we want to go with high school, but um, I was pretty involved in, in everything. Wouldn't say I was passionate about school necessarily, but I knew that I had to perform academically um, to you know, get where I wanted to be in life. And I would say I was always, even from a young age, classified as, you know, I didn't necessarily have to, to work that hard um, to get good grades. So I was, you know, over a 4.0 student all through high school always got asked and recruited to be in the like science Olympiad. I went to state a couple years, scholars bowl, you know, pretty much every academic team we had, I was involved in, but just like most other guys, I think our age, um, I love sports. So I played football, um, was a captain, uh, played basketball, track, uh, golf one year of high school as well, but always doing something active. Um, and just really, I mean, involved in pretty much everything that I could be in high school. Wow. And where'd you grow up? I grew up in a small town in Western Kansas, Pratt. For those listening, it's about an hour uh, west of Wichita, um, which is probably the only town people are aware of in Kansas. But uh, yeah, small country town. Super small town. So you had an opportunity to get involved in a lot of stuff. You're playing a ton of sports. What else? Uh, were you working or doing anything outside of school and sports? Uh, yeah, got my first job when I was probably like 12, 11 or 12 uh, with the wow. routes. Yeah, so I had uh, three newspaper routes that I ran um, after class, after sports. Then um, I busted tables, was a busboy when I was 14 at like five in the morning. Um, would work at a little serviteria diner. And while people were eating breakfast, I was cleaning up, doing dishes then uh, started bagging groceries, worked at a Dillon's, a Walmart farm. Um, yeah, all the way through high school. So your schedule was pretty packed, either school, sports, work, pretty much doing something all day, every day. Yep. Yep. Every day. Got it. So what were you working towards at that point? Like, what did you see the future path being or where did you want to head in life after that? Um, yeah. So again, love sports. Um, so obviously I think every kid had dreams of being a athlete, um, you know, going to play collegiately, um, professionally, um, just loved, you know, being an athlete and competing. But when I was, gosh, 14, the sixth, sixth grade, actually, so no, I was 12 playing football, youth sports started playing for, you know, peewee football, I think in third grade and would have been in my yeah, third year playing football. I broke my foot and broke my foot at the beginning of the season. I remember playing all season with this big lump on my foot. My mom wouldn't take me to the doctor, told me it was fine, just fight through it. Finally, after the season was over, went and got it looked at. They put me in a, a boot. And uh, while wearing that boot, I figured out how to run and play sports with this big boot on my foot. And I, I ended up blowing out my knee. So that progressed into a lot of injuries. I, I had like eight knee surgeries between my sixth grade and senior year of high school. So 
as that kind of progressed, I realized I probably wasn't going to be a professional athlete. And I got really interested in. So you got hurt a lot. Um, so you overcame excellence. Isn't always easy. You got to overcome challenges and obstacles and you had like some serious injuries to overcome. Yeah. Yeah. And so I got really interested in just like physiology and uh, physical therapy and helping young athletes. So I thought I was going to go to school, um, to become a physician assistant, um, work in surgeries or physical therapy and help athletes rehab. Um, but obviously that changed through college. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that. So how did you kind of find your current career and what happened in college and what kind of things were you involved in that led to um, you becoming a business owner? Yeah. So went to school at Kansas State as a kinesiology major, pre-physical therapy, was pretty far in, into my education, even just coming into school. I was taking a lot of college classes while I was in high school. I had a lot of experience um, with my doctors and surgeons, you know, shadowing them in the office and in surgeries. So I was pretty far along um, and thought that was definitely obtainable. But I was uh, introduced to the College Works internship with Matt Stewart as a junior at K-State and just kind of immediately was intrigued by this new career path, something totally different. I was, you know, like I said, always competitive. I had a mutual friend that had done it. And just heard about the opportunity to uh, run a business in college over the summer and thought it would be unique, um, separate myself to, you know, get into med school if I went that route. Um, but through that experience, I had some success and decided that, uh, you know, ultimately I wanted to pursue that and, and run my own business. Got it. So, um, so was it just the early leadership experience in life that made you think, you know, I really like leadership. I want to do something more in business where I can lead people or uh, what kind of made you feel like that that transition was uh, the right decision for your future? Um, yeah. I mean, I think a little bit of all those things, I think the medical route had run its course to an extent where I I'd been doing that for so long and had so many you know surgeries and just time spent and, and all these places and practices that I, uh, you know, was just excited about a new opportunity and, you know, I think I've become a little bit bored and mundane with just seeing the same types of things that, you know, I saw this as an opportunity to explore and just have an endless amount of, uh, you know, avenues that you could pursue with, with business. You know, you can be in any industry, um, it can circle back to medicine, it can be really in anything, but your day to day is never going to be the same. And um, I really just liked the new challenge that was presented with that. Love it. So, you got a chance to go into a business. You then decided to be an entrepreneur and open your own business. Uh, so there's a lot of young people trying to figure out what they want to do. They're listening to the show and they want to know what it takes to be excellent at something. You were excellent, obviously, at the job you had at College Works and one of the top performers there set some records with the company. So um, and then ultimately that led to the confidence scam. I'm going to go, go. I'm going to start my own business. Um most people think I got to work somewhere for 20 years or 30 years. You know, I, I can't just start my own business when I'm young. Um, how did you build the confidence to do that? And, and how did you achieve excellence in your career? Yeah, I mean, I think, again, that experience with College Works helped a ton uh, with the confidence. You know, you basically go through uh, starting your own branch of a business while in college um, and still going to school full time, um, commuting on the weekends back to my hometown uh, where I was actually operating my branch. So running my own business in one physical location full time where I could work 
you know, 80 hours a week if necessary to, to make sure that it was going to succeed. I was probably even a little bit ignorant with the amount of confidence that I had that, you know, I just thought a hundred percent, you know, I'll be able to put in whatever amount of work required to, to make this work. And there's no way it won't. So it was just, you know, coming in after having some success um, with college works through college that I thought I would be able to just transfer that and create something of my own. Love it. So uh, part of what our viewers want to know and listeners want to know is what did you do to exceed, you know, limitation, maybe perceived limitations and get to that edge of excellence? Because you think about operating on the edge, it's, it's not what everybody else is doing. It's not, you know, this is the average and this is what everyone else is doing. Is there anything, a system, um, a process, advice, like something that you think about a lot that gets you to that edge and pushes you to be able to put in a, a crazy work week or take a risk that most people wouldn't take? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I guess, believe that um, to set those records or to have, you know, a, a lot of success takes doing anything uh, completely out of the ordinary or extraordinary. Um, I think it's a lot of things that, you know, most people know that they should do. It's just being able to do them without thinking um, and just doing them out of habit routine and, and doing them consistently over a period of time. You know, I think that willpower discipline. You said that a couple of times, like the things that people know they should do. So it's like your conscience is like, I know what the, I got to eat the right food. I got to, I got to work out. I got to get up early. I got to all those like, um, how, where do you get those principles from? Yeah. I mean, I guess like you're, I, if you're referring to like your moral compass or your conscience, like I think everybody has that, um, you know, you can obviously be helped and steered in the right direction with having proper mentors or examples to follow. But I think most people have an idea of their dream or goal that they want to pursue, but the willpower to actually follow through with that um, is a muscle. You know, I think that's kind of similar to anything else, like in your arms or legs with exercising, your willpower has to be, worked out as well um, and be able to get to that place where you can just do it day after day. Got it. So has, did that physical rehabbing over injury after injury, surgery after surgery, do you feel like that prepared you for the mental rehab you had to do? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think every habit has, you know, kind of a, a routine or, um, you know, cued. And it, I think you, you can't really eliminate those old habits, but um, you can always replace them with something different. And so you just kind of go from, you know, having to overcome those physical challenges to overcoming organizational um, productivity, you know, mental, you know, just being able to make a plan and execute it. It's, it's all basically the same. Are you enjoying the show thus far? We go through so many resources and links with this podcast, it's tough to keep up. I get it. That's why Matt and the rest of the team put together the Edge of Excellence Bundle. In it, you'll find different tools that relate to overarching themes and topics of the show. Things like disk assessment tools, time management strategies and tactics, stress and anxiety management tools, exclusive videos and episodes from this podcast that is not released anywhere else, and so much more. The best part? As a valued listener of this show, you can access the Edge of Excellence bundle 100% for free of charge. That's right, for simply being awesome and tuning in. To get access, all you have to do is go to www.collegeworks.com podcast and fill out the short form there for us to get the bundle over to you. 
Once again, it's www.collegeworks.com slash podcast. Now back to the show. So we have a lot of obviously listeners that are part of the CollegeWorks program, prospective interns or people going through the internship that listen to the advice the alumni of CollegeWorks have. So what kind of advice do you have about the experience you gained from the CollegeWorks experience and um, kind of how did it help you specifically? Um, Yeah, I mean, I think it's, again, following the leadership. So, you know, working with somebody that's had success in the past, learning from you know, the things that they did uh, that made them successful. And once you've, you know, made grasp that understanding of this is what I should do to become successful, just execute that consistently over time. Um, you know, you know what you're going to need to do relatively quickly and it can be uncomfortable, but if you continue to do that and work that muscle, um, it's going to become routine and it will over time uh, reap the benefits. Got it. So getting to excellence is just do the things you know you need to do over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah, I think so. And I think when you do that, again, it allows you to do that without having to consciously think you're just doing it out of instinctive reaction. And when you get to that point, it allows you to adapt and you can change, you know, on the day to day what needs to be done to better accomplish whatever you're going towards, because the things that have gotten you uh, that pro- progression are just become part of your habit. Love it. So if mid, if mid twenties, Tyler could go talk to teenage Tyler, um, you know, what advice would you have to prepare you for some of the challenges that are going to come and set you up for even more excellence? Um, yeah. I mean, just continue to, uh, to work on your discipline, willpower, getting outside of your comfort zone. I know these things sound cliche, but um, just welcoming those challenges to to grow. You know, I think exercise, eating right, and those things seem simple and glossed over, but you know, really being dialed in in those, I think physically will also help build that willpower and pay dividends. So, you know, I think just continuing to do all those um, again things that you know you should be doing, um, just getting it dialed in. I know when you're teens and early 20s you want to also enjoy your life and go out and build those relationships and have a good time while you're in college but uh having the discipline to to do the things that other people maybe aren't doing that they think they should um is going to put you in a better spot when you're you know in your mid to late 20s yeah and you you mentioned the fun piece of like you know being able to go do those things you want to do from knowing a little bit about you and your story um did entrepreneurship and maybe challenging yourself in your career and other ways allow you to have more fun? I think I already know the answer to this, but um, do you feel like it gave you more fun experiences that you might not have had otherwise? Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously with the college works program that a lot of the listeners have went through um, there are a lot of things scheduled and designed to facilitate those relationships where you have a good time. And, you know, I think going to, you know, like Cancun after running a successful business over the summer um, is a little bit more fulfilling than just going out on the weekend at the same bar that maybe you went to the weekend before. So those sacrifices where maybe I had FOMO with some of my roommates or whatever, having a good time was definitely paid back in dividends by going on some of these bigger occasions and celebrating, you know, the hard work that you put in to get there. So living a life of excellence, you can experience some higher peaks, but you got to go through those valleys first to get there. 
So I love your input on advice on that, of how you've gotten there and how you've overcome all these different challenges. So we want to give everybody a, a pretty good sense of like how you figure out your career. Um, you, know, you didn't know um, running a business was something that you were going to do early on. And you thought, you know, you wanted to go into maybe physical therapy or kinesiology or something like that. Uh, before we get into like why you picked business, was there anything about that career that as you took the classes and you got into college and learned more about what those careers look like that you decided that you didn't want that career anymore? Yeah, I mean, I think so. The, you know, I was, as I got a little older and into college, some of my classes, uh, um, you know, introduce you to some of those personality tests and the disc tests and stuff, which I didn't put a lot of weight into um, originally, but, you know, learning my personality being more of like a, a driver and, you know, just liking to be challenged and to, to influence and um, just, it does really align a lot more with entrepreneurship. I'm not a super high C. Um, so I, I didn't like the mundane nine to five, um, you know, where you're just kind of doing the same thing every, every single day. So I think as I got into that and had kind of had enough experience with it through um, as a patient and then also on the, the back end and, and shadowing and everything, I felt like I was starting to get it all figured out and maybe becoming a little bored. And that is, to me, the the worst, most just painful thing um, I can imagine is being bored. I, I, I like to keep myself occupied. Um, I like to be challenged. I like to be busy. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it, it's a great career. I, I still have a lot of interests and, you know, I look into and study that stuff from time to time. But I just think as a day to day, I am a lot more challenged in what I do now. So is it more of like I was interested in the body? I'm interested in fitness. I wanted to learn what that career is like. Once I learned what that career is like, I realized I know the stuff and then it's just going to be doing it every day for 30, 40 years. That's not challenging enough. That's not new or interesting enough. I'm not going to be on the cutting edge of the field or on the edge of excellence. I'm just going to be an, another person in the field. So now the body, physique, all that kind of stuff is more of a hobby. And it's something you still are passionate about and interested in, but uh, it's not where you're focusing your career. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Cool. So then let's talk about that transition to entrepreneurship. So you own your own company now. Um, it's in its early stages and you've kind of gone between, I want to grow the business uh, with an employee base. And also I might want to grow it as like a technology kind of company, um, more of a startup. So how did you ultimately figure out business ownership and startups and stuff was something that would be a, a better challenge for you? Um, yeah, I mean, again, College Works exposed me to a lot of this world. So I saw, you know, other alumni that have done, you know, other businesses that have went on to, you know, raise funding and capital and have angel investors and um, do well. Um, I've also seen smaller businesses that uh, have just grown within the employee space, become successful contracting, remodeling businesses in their own communities. So I, you know, had the experience with home services through painting and college works. I thought that that would, you know, make sense to kind of study the the markets involved with homes. And if there was any pockets where technology could be implemented to, to benefit, or just if there was any um, holes in any of the trades or industry um, that could be addressed. And after spending some time on that, it kind of made sense to, to get into flooring and you know, maybe we expand from there into other services. But uh, yeah, for, for me, with it being my first business, I'm starting completely independently. 
I wanted to learn the trade, you know, get some really skilled uh, people to work with as installers, refinishers to really provide on a quality level so that then I had more time freed up to focus on uh, the technology, the online calculators, the, the scaling so that I had a model proven that maybe could be applied to a bigger market. So you've studied a lot of other business owners too and seen what their success, like what do you think is the key ingredients or are the key ingredients to success and excellence in entrepreneurship? Or what are some of the, the most successful companies doing that you're trying to emulate? I mean, I would say from what I've seen that the most important part is the people um, and the relationships. I mean, we could get into details of what those people are doing, but that's really the the excellence topic that we've got into briefly here and every episode of this podcast it gets into a lot of depth on. But from a macro perspective of just successful businesses, it seems like getting the right people involved, um, having the relationships of you know, everyone doing their part um, and bringing something to the table that is going to be productive and best for the business overall seems to be the biggest necessity for the the companies that have actually scaled. Um, The people are all really talented. They had success um, in previous, you know, endeavors like with CollegeWorks, um, but then they've just taken, I guess, what they've learned, met other people with similar goals, similar interests, and then they've just been able to grow um, year after year. All right. So any other tips that you would want people to consider? So somebody in their early 20s that's trying to figure out a career, trying to improve themselves that you really want them to to know? I would say if you are uncertain of what are the things I should be doing, like maybe you're not aware of those tasks or those habits that should be formed, you know that the habits that you're doing aren't exactly you know, giving you the results that you want, you're not getting to the place where you feel like you want to be, but you're not sure what you should change or, um, you know, the route you should take, find somebody to kind of follow Um, a mentor um, in an industry. um, You know, there's a lot of great people online. Obviously, you can find books, you can find podcasts, you can uh, follow from afar, but the the closer you can get to find a real relationship, um, you know, actually make physical contact week over week, uh, you know, finding mentorship programs, maybe a a friend or family, if you're lucky enough to know somebody that is just actually successful in a career that you want to pursue. Um, But just when you find that person, uh, latch onto them and emulate the things that they've done in their past um, and that they've actually done, not necessarily even just what they say, but actually looking at their path up to that point and uh, doing your best just to to follow in those footsteps. All right. So, if you could boil down some of the, the stories and things you told us about your life into some tips, what would be some of the tips you would give somebody in their early 20s that's preparing to go into their career? Yeah. So, I mean, I would say welcome um, any problems, any, anything that is viewed as an obstacle can, you know, ultimately be a big opportunity. I, I think, uh, you know, in the time of my injuries, I thought that was probably the worst possible thing and was ending my you know, goals of being an athlete, uh, but turned into being, you know, maybe applying that physical or mental fortitude um, to work and overcome and just have confidence that like, oh, I can have a setback and then still return to the same level or better than I was before, uh, you know, ultimately helped me in business and and helping with my stress and, you know, not really ever getting rattled um, by any setbacks. So I think trying to stay even keel, um, obviously would be a huge tip. 
just to continue to grow and, and not get too flustered. Um, good or bad. Don't, don't get too high in your highs and don't get too lows in your lows because neither one is, is going to last forever. Great. So you keep it pretty, pretty level headed and pretty no, calm, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would say so. Um, obviously there's going to be extremes, but I think everybody that knows me would say that I'm, um, yeah, pretty calm in most situations. All right. Do you have any tips for achieving that? Exercise as simple as it sounds. I think getting up early, um, doing something hard to start your day is going to put you in that mind mindset. It's hard to get too stressed or too upset. Um, when something happens, if you were up at the crack of dawn, running, lifting, doing anything that, um, you don't want to do maybe necessarily at the time you're doing it. So is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners out there? You know, I don't think so. Um, obviously anybody listening to this, if they ever want to reach out to me, um, you can, you know, find me online. I'm sure relatively easily through LinkedIn or Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Um, always happy to get in depth with unique situations, but um, Love it. And we'll put your company's info in the show notes and your contact info in the show notes so people can find you. Um, thanks a lot for being on the show today, Tyler. And we appreciate you sharing your stories. I think you've overcome a ton of challenges and it's helpful for a lot of our listeners to see that, um, you know, overcoming some of those physical injuries allowed you to prepare for the mental challenges that come with the leadership role, managing people, problem solving in the business world, and, you know, how you translated those skills from one to the next and, and use that to remain calm throughout it. Um, not to get too wrapped up in the the current situation, but to really focus on what you can do. Um, I loved your part about just daily discipline, do it over, do the things you already know you need to do over and over and over and over and over again. And over time, they become automatic and excellence becomes habitual. It becomes easy. It just kind of becomes part of who you are. And then you're on the edge of excellence. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Sean. Hopefully we can uh, do this again. Thanks, Tyler. I hope you enjoyed that episode today on the Edge of Excellence podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe on whichever platform you're listening to this. If this episode made you think of someone, go ahead, take a screenshot and share this exact episode with them. This show exists to showcase what is possible when young leaders are willing to step out of their comfort zone and choose to excel in their lives. To learn more about our internship for young and ambitious students, www.oneinternship.com slash podcast to see if it's something that makes sense for you. Once again, it is www.oneinternship.com slash podcast. Let this be a reminder for you to live on the edge of excellence in your business and life. See you next time.